Welcome to Film School Friday. I'm Corey. I'm Bill. And together, we host the Unfocus Podcast. <laughs> Film School Friday is our special bonus weekly episode where we try to pass along maybe a little bit of our knowledge, our wisdom, some experience or expertise. Pass it along. Pay it forward. Yeah. We're paying it forward Yeah, with knowledge. And if you don't want it, well... Thanks anyway. Thanks anyways for tuning in. (laughs) (laughs) Do with it what you will. Yeah. Bill, uh, today I would love to talk about a topic I feel like is maybe a little near and dear to my heart, just going back to my photography roots a little bit. Yeah. And and that's like the the differences of film versus digital and kind of the impact that has on a production. Like if you want to shoot a short film or you know, anything really yeah. on film versus digital. Like what are some things to keep in mind? So I'm not going to get into the whole, <laughs> there's, there's the, I'm not going to get into the whole argument about which one feels warmer and you know, like the vinyl versus authentic. Digital. This one, this is authentic. Yeah. We're not, we're not going to get into that. I'm going to talk about just the practical aspects of each one. Okay. And the monetary uh, implications of each one. Very important. Yeah, so, uh, and we're going to talk about these days, too. When I was uh, in film school, digital was not what it is now, right? Like, it was, it was, it looked digital. Digital video looked very digital. Um, this was right around the time 24P took off, which was trying, like, as we said in a previous episode, was attempting to simulate film. <laughs> yeah. Because film is is the legendary medium, right? Like, this, that's where it all started, uh, the hand crank cameras back in the day, like the, the getting an exposure, developing it and playing it back. That's, that is the, the point of origin for this, this entire industry that we talk about. And so digital has been trying in the last 20 years to recreate that last 30 years. And so I think we've finally gotten there. I'm not going to get into the argument about it because I know people would be like, no, we haven't. Film is still godlike. It's like, that's that's great. That's fine. I like both, okay? Let's just get that out of the way. <laughs> Don't at him. Don't at me about it. I, I enjoy both. It's interchangeable in my mind, especially these days. Yeah. And so when it comes to logistics, though, things are quite a bit different between the two. Um, and that has not changed and that will, will not change. Uh, film is a physical medium. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's actual film that's, that's running through a camera at a certain rate of speed has to be exposed properly. And, uh, like I said, has to be developed and then put into a format where it can be viewed and, you know, projectors, that was the way back in the day, but now we do telecine, which is, uh, moving that to a digital consumable format for editing and premiere or final cut or whatever it is later with with that yes it's it's like exciting because it's film and it's interesting but it's also terrifying because yes you do have to worry about how you expose things when you shoot film just like you would uh shooting on 35 millimeter still camera right like you you always have to think about lighting when you shoot, but when you shoot on film, you are really thinking about lighting. Yeah, if you've never used a meter, talk about <laughs> ratios, like all those things. Yeah. It becomes really important really quickly. Yeah. If you ever, as a filmmaker, decide to shoot on film, you better make sure your DP is experienced there because <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole nother set of skills. Yeah. Light meter, uh, the whole the whole gamut, right? 
video assist, whatever's on your video assist monitor may not be what you're exposing. Yeah. So there's a lot of variables that are unknown until you actually get that stuff developed. That's an entire process, like taking it to the development house, getting it transferred to Telecine, as mentioned before, so you can edit it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, sync is a big deal with film. You can't record audio in camera uh, when you're shooting film. You have to record it separately. When I shot on film, we used DAT, which is digital audio tape, I think is what it stands for. And that was something that, that you sync with a slate, like an electronic slate. You've seen it with a time code on them. Yep. That's when the slate is incredibly important is when you're shooting on film. <laughs> in fact, if you don't slate and you're shooting on film, you're kind of screwed when you get into post. Without a lot of extra work. Yeah, because there is zero in-camera audio. Mm. None. So there's so many, all of these extra steps go into shooting on film. And then the cost. It's very expensive to shoot on film. The minute you start rolling that camera, those are dollars going through that gate. Yeah. And you think about it every time you <laughs> hit record on that camera. You just hear the cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching just over and over again. Yeah. Which is one of the reasons why digital technology has fought so hard to simulate film is to cut down on that cost. Because it's so much cheaper to shoot on digital for obvious reasons. One being you don't have to buy film and you don't have to pay to develop it, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so that brings me to digital. Digital these days has finally been able to match film very solidly. Again, I'm not going to get into all the nuance and the (laughs) arguments there. We're shooting 8K and up these days, and it looks pretty damn good. Yeah. And um, at any frame rate you want, anyone under the sun, it's cheaper. The cameras aren't cheaper. (laughs) Sure. But the process is cheaper. Again, you're not paying for film. You're using hard drive space data that that stuff is the the more we get into the future the cheaper it is to buy you know ssd and and storage space for for what you're shooting yeah you can let the camera roll and you're not losing money that's honestly that's one of the origins of the phrase time is money was because people were shooting on film it wasn't just about like the amount of hours the crew was on set. It was the money that was going through the camera. And so when you shoot digital, you have a whole lot more room to get a little extra. Yeah. Um, don't sweat it, you know. It'll Keep be the camera okay. rolling. It'll be fine. Yeah. The process is much easier. You take it right out of the camera, stick it right into the whatever editing machine you're using. You're good to go. It's just it's a quicker process. It's a cheaper process. And it's a less terrifying process (laughs) because unlike film, what you do see on the video assist monitor is oftentimes what you're getting pretty close, pretty close with, with a little bit of color variance here and there, but it's, it's pretty close. It's not a, uh, you know, people that are our age, remember disposable cameras and you'd take them to Walgreens and be like, well, (laughs) we'll see what it looks like. And you can pick this up in three days. Yeah. So then those three days, you're like, did that cool shot I got of my driveway turn out? <laughs> oh, it's a little brighter than I thought. Damn it. Those are, the, those are the big differences, I would say, between the two. If you want that legendary thing, if you, want the, if you got the money, if you want to run the risk, if, you, if, you, if you're an adrenaline junkie, 
and you like seeing your money <laughs> run through a camera, hoping it's getting exposed, film. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, I know that there are a lot of. Uh, I don't. I don't want to say a lot. There are a handful of uh, shooters. Just I know around Nashville that they do sixteen millimeter. Six. Yeah, sixteen. I I will say that sixteen is a lot cheaper than. 35 yeah. for example i think uh i've even seen a couple of quite eight, a bit eight millimeter projects <laughs> that's even cheaper as, as like <laughs> b-roll intercut yeah for creative purposes for music videos yeah if it's if it's an artistic choice go for it i mean i you're right like it is used a lot in music videos for artistic reasons oftentimes that is 16 and eight yeah. millimeter and those types of things because 35 35 is very expensive we had like one guy in our film school that shot on 35 because i guess he was independently wealthy <laughs> but it was just like oof you must know? be nice yeah i like that's that's for context that's most of the films you see coming out of hollywood at least prior to the digital advancements we have now were shot on 35. That's just like the, it's been the Hollywood standard for a long, long time. Yeah. Then um, what, what changes is how much of the film they use and in what direction three per four per all that stuff. So, yeah. Um, a lot of shows back in like the, like prior to the, to the two thousands were shot in, on 16. I know specifically like star Trek, the next generation, one of my favorite shows from back in the day was sh all shot on 16 millimeter. Really? Yeah. Um, and so this is getting into more post stuff, but a lot of times when these, these old shows like that are then blown up for Blu-ray and for HD for 4K releases, they're able to do it pretty easily because film is a physical, again, it's a physical medium. You yeah. can hold it and they're able to stretch that out and get the resolution at like blu-ray level 4k level and it doesn't look pixelated like or even anything like 35 millimeter like today some of the most popular digital cameras they, they still shoot on uh, super 35 which that's is true yeah not a 35 millimeter when it says super 35 that's not like a super large 35 millimeter yeah. sensor it's actually significantly smaller than right. a traditional like full frame 35 millimeter yeah so it is true that resolution just because of the nature of physical media is like significantly higher. Yeah. Um, but you know, and, and it's going to have that longevity where it can be remastered and blown up later. That's why so many of these old films are so, they look so great when they're remastered in 4k. Oh, Cause there's still so much information there. Yeah, exactly. Whereas, you know, some of the earlier digital films like do not hold up. They, they, they don't <laughs> hold up great. Yeah, like like one of the films I'm thinking of is Collateral, the Michael Mann film. I, oh, yeah. I love that movie. It was shot, I think, on the Cine Alta, like an early version of it, I think. 2002, I think that movie came out. One of the first feature films in Hollywood to be shot completely on a digital format. The higher resolution it gets, the more banding you start to see. And would you ever expect to see banding? In a Hollywood film. No. That's just, that's a consequence of digital. But, you know, who knows where we're going to go from here. Just keeps getting better. Yeah. Well, I feel at least a little smarter if I ever want to pick up a 16 millimeter and get a little artsy. Yeah. Take that risk. Or shoot a, like a fan film, Star Trek <laughs> Next Generation on 16 mil. 
Good luck throwing your money away. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. All right. For our listeners, uh, make sure you check us out on Instagram at InFocusPod, if you haven't already, or online at InFocusPodcast.com. And if you like what you heard today, go ahead and subscribe. Maybe leave us a like or two. Maybe a review. Who knows? And if you're on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a rating. It would help us out a ton. Five stars. Five stars. Five stars. Until next time. Feed your crew.